Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to... Is Marriage Worth It? Our guest today is Brad. Brad answered my search on Facebook and this group called Need a Guest and he reached out and he gave a little brief bio about himself and I was just like Janelle we have to have him on we have to hear his story so here he is thank you Brad hey thank you for having me yeah man you know this is actually um this is actually one of those things that that it's the first time I've actually talked about it kind of in public, so it should be fun, kind of. Um, all right, so where do I begin? Anyway, I'm Brad. Um, I'm 20, 29, just recently turned 29, and I was actually married. The first time I was married was uh, I was 18 years old. I have been divorced twice now at the age of 29, so it kind of gets gives you an idea of what, what all I've been through. But uh, um where do I begin? I mean, do you guys want me to start from the beginning all the way to, to where I'm at now? Or, or how do you guys want me to play this out? Because uh, it's kind of a long story. <laughs> <laughs> no. So like, we'll ask you some questions. You can talk for however long you want to talk, but we'll like you lead, whatever. We'll ask you questions. So to get started, you got married at 18. So how mm-hmm. did you meet? All right. So yeah, that it was like we were actually high school sweethearts. Um, and you know, when I was 16 years old, she had moved out, she just came out from Michigan and you know, went to we I lived in a very small, very small community out in Arizona. Like out, okay. I mean, we didn't even have a post office. We our nearest Walmart was like 45 miles away. So to have a girl actually move out there in like my area, it was kind of cool because like <laughs> yeah. So we hit it off and um and we dated forever, you know, like, or what seemed like forever. All, and then when she was, uh, think, think about like, uh, two years later after like in our relationship, she ended up moving to Colorado. And when I turned 18, I was like, yo, that's, that this sucks. Like, I don't want to go try, try dating again. I didn't want to break up with her or nothing. So I ended up moving to Colorado Okay. and you know, we were dating and then the, uh, the Mormons come in and convinced us to get married. <laughs> so that was... Um, so were you Mormon? No. Were either of you Mormon before this? No. We did were you not. convert to Mormonism? We did, um, because I'm just a very easily persuaded person. Let's just say I'm one of those guys that you can probably sell. Um, if, I, if I was... You could, you could probably sell me anything, basically. You know, like... Okay. I'm just very easily persuaded, you know, even with religion stuff. Like I just, I'm open-minded. That's the best way to put it. So I didn't, I didn't have nothing against the Mormon church at all. Like I kind of enjoyed like their, their, their ways, but I didn't really like the fact that they kind of pushed her and I to get married um, at a young age. You know, Mm -hmm. I was not, I was not ready. She wasn't ready. And we just kind of got pressured a lot. Like, you know, we just converted this church. We got baptized in the church and like, we ended up getting married. I mean, you know, it, it happened so quick, 18 years old, you get married and things were okay, I guess, up until about our twenties. Cause when you, you hit a certain age and you, you're with someone for so long, but like, you know, you kind of grow up a little bit, right? Mm-hmm, You've been right. with that person for so long as as a teenager and then coming into an adulthood, but you're still your brain's still forming, your your common sense is still, <laughs> you know, developing. And her and I just, you know, on our our seventh year, her and I were starting to fight a lot more and uh arguing. We did end up having a kid together. Um I think I was like twenty years old. I think I was twenty years old. And 
it just like after after we were a kid, things just kind of went downhill. As, as sad as it sounds, or as bad mm-hmm. as it sounds, um, and it wasn't because my son at all. It just because we grew apart personality wise. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we just we were two separate people, and you know today, her and I get along great. Don't get me wrong; we just married way too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was. Um, it, it was it was harsh be- <clears throat> hard because when I had to go through that divorce, I wasn't really financially stable. I was working at my mom and dad's restaurant. I was going I was going to go to school for truck driving, like one of the truck driver training schools. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I, I did that. But the divorce, you know, it, it, it's expensive. Yeah, we did the courthouse way, but the child's poor and like, like, you know, the, the stuff with the kid and it was just it was tough. Um but that that's part of being an adult. That's part of being a dad. You know, you got to be there and you got to pay your dues. Right. So, and I love it. You know, I, I still love being able to be, be friends with my, my, uh, my ex and I'm be there for my kid. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that was the first marriage. <laughs> so with that, um, at that point when you guys were deciding to get divorced, how did that come about? I know you said you guys kind of grew apart, but like, did you guys have a sit down talk and was like, this isn't working. So uh, when I got my CDL, uh, cause I did eventually get, get into truck driving. Um, I was gone a lot, right? Like I started out going over the road and we honestly thought that was going to be our change. Like we thought that was going to be like the best thing ever because we were going to pull in more money. Cause it first started out was, it was, it was a financial thing with us. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. we, were, we were living in the single wide trailer um, it just, it was just, we were always struggling. So when I got my CDL and went over the road, we thought things were going to be great, but it just ended up separating us more. And mm-hmm. then it got to the point where I would go days, but not even just wanting to talk to her, you know? Um, wow. yeah. And same thing with me or with her with towards me. And I think, uh, it was it was getting to that point where I, like I was starting to like look at other girls now, you know, and I was starting to like I was starting to be like a little floozy almost, but I didn't get to, get to that full part. I was like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do uh, make this mm-hmm. like I don't want this to you know to be in some drama thing. And then that's when I told her I think uh, we should start seeing other people, you know. So had I known that the divorce process and all the child's like the the this the whole divorce process in general was going to be so hard. Um, mm-hmm. I probably would have to like marriage counseling or thought I would have found a way to get through it. <laughs> but yeah, the truck driving part was tough. <laughs> so how how long did it take for the divorce to become finalized? Uh, I want to say it took about a year, year and a half maybe, because there was one little section on there where her and I did kind of like have like our little argument um, about custody. You know, I love my, I love my son. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be there for my son. I wanted more custody of my son, but because of my truck driving career, mm-hmm. I would have had no way to take him all the time. Right. Right. And with those, with, with my career and then like, where she, where she was at with her job and stuff, it really messed up our uh, messed up the divorce in a way because she didn't want to take him from me, obviously. And, and but the fifty fifty custody, we really had to work out. We really had to figure something out. And the only way we could do that is if I got off the road and did like a local gig. And me mm-hmm. being young and stubborn, I said, "The I don't money's want to in the long hauls." It it was at the time. And now I've, I've learned, you know, after seven years of doing, it, I I know better now where to, where to go. But when I was new, I didn't know that, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know where the good money was because you had to have experience to get the the high paying local jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I um. I, I think that was the main part of our delay was just figuring out the arrangement, and then she ended up moving to Michigan, which made things even tough, so more or more tough. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I think it took about a year about a year or a year and a half till she came in, had all the paperwork done, everything was paid for. All I had to do was sign the papers and she had to file. That was it. 
So how much, how old were you at the time when it finalized? Oh man. 20. Let's see. Cause I got married again two years later. So 24. okay. I'm 29. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> Math. Well, no, cause I got married again way like super, super soon right after that. And that was the biggest mistake. That's a whole, that's a whole, that that's a drama though. Okay. So I think it was 22. I want to say by the time. Okay. Yeah, because we were together for seven years and then married for four. 19, 20, 20, Yeah, married for four years. So okay. I think when everything started, it was like in our like 20, 50. late 20s, you know, when we first started, you know, saying that that we didn't really want to be together. And then when I got, when I turned 21, I got my CDL, that's when things kind of went downhill. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> a so you time. said you married really quickly. How did you meet wife number two? Oh, this one's a stressful one. This one gives me migraine. All right, to any of you listeners out there, take time before you start dating. I just, I just want to put that little note out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go through a breakup, take your time. Take time for yourself. Okay, if you're if you go through a divorce, take time for yourself. Do not try to find a rebound. Do not try to just find the next fling. Just keep to yourself because if, if you meet somebody that you think is going to be the right one, they're not. It's your mind. It's your mind trying to chase that, that love again, that dopamine, that whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. that feeling again, and it's not worth it. It's just your mind tricking you. So literally, I want to say it was a year and a half. Um, I met I met this other girl online, mm-hmm. you know, because I was trying to find something to 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 fill that void, you know, because I was sad, but at the same time I wanted the date, you know. And I I met this girl, and she, you know, she, at first she was a total sweetheart, and like I thought, oh my god, I'm in love again. I thought. I thought I fell in love again, like that quick. I, once more, young, dumb, didn't know any better. <clears throat> and she came and lived with me the first week that we met. The very first week that we met. She moved. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so you guys. So where were you living you at this time? In? This is Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> So you guys met on, so you guys met online. How long were you talking online before you guys met up in person? Uh, about a week. Okay, so within two weeks of meeting this person or meeting this person online, she was in my house. You had met one week, and she was in your house. Was she supposed to be there long term, or was it like she was supposed to visit and just stayed? Um, so it was more of a rent was kind of high, and I was looking for a roommate. And she she had a job, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Know, or sorry, you can curse uh, yeah. So I was like, "You know what? Come move in with me. Um, come split the rent with me." So it was like it was supposed to be like a roommate deal, but it ended up going out to be a lot longer than that. <laughs> and to this day, I regret it. Like, don't ever make that mistake, people. Do not. <laughs> I'm Do not use you, a dating but, site as a roommate website. Uh, those yeah, are two different things. Like, <laughs> well. <laughs> My problem is I get attached too easily, right? So like, right. I, I, mm. once more, I thought I was love, man, and and uh, it just wasn't. It was just my. It was it was just how you're supposed to feel. Oh, you like somebody, but you don't love them. Like you just have this feeling for them, you know? Right. And uh, okay, um, so she moved in within about two weeks of knowing. Mm-hmm. How do you go from move in to marry me? All right. So within like a month of living there, um, you know, we got real close and stuff and we were having lots of fun going on dates. Everything was good. And then she loses her job. We get behind a rent and then boom, eviction. All right. So now her and I are both in an adventure together. So we ended up moving to Phoenix in with her dad <laughs> together. Okay. So... I go back to uh, 
because I, I was terrible at my financials because of all the dates, you know. So we just we we were spending money that we should have been spending. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so we moved in, we moved in with our parents uh, down in Phoenix, and I decided I'm gonna go do like a not over the road, but I'm gonna do kind of like semi local, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found a really good job down there, um, and we thought, oh yeah, we'll just find a place. But like during this time, her parents were pressuring us to get married, and we kind of thought maybe we should, you know, so I ended up proposing to her and it was, it, it felt right at the time to me, you know, even though we were only, only together for a month. And then we started doing the, um, the polyamorous relationship deals. Um, I don't know if you guys know what that is. Like, so you had opened the relationship or were you like, we did, we had another person. We, yeah. So we had another person, um, uh, and we dated her for like two years, another two years. Yeah. I want to, yeah, it's one, two, three. Cause it was, we were together for three. So no, a year, I'm sorry. Cause we were together for three years total. So then we had brought her in and we we're with her for a year. And that kind of like confused things for me, you know, um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was new for me. That was, that's for sure. It, it kind of complicated things because one fights with you, then the other one wants to fight with you and, brought a lot of stress on the relationship and like it wasn't really worth it um at all and uh i think she was like the main cause of the divorce or the breakup but um so yeah where was i about the trucking oh yeah so i was uh i was working local or semi-local regional Mm-hmm. and we were trying to get a place together, but her parents were pushing us to get married. We were in this polyamorous relationship. We decided, okay, let's get married. Uh, we went to this like um, uh, marriage counseling before marriage, if that makes it, it was a-, it was a Yeah, pre-counseling. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, it was a cover, cover well, I can't think of the name now because I've been talking about it all the time. The cover, um, oh, it's a, it's a certain type of marriage. It's with a Catholicism, was it with Catholicism? No, I mean, <sighs> It might be. I mean, mind you, I'm not Mormon no more, right? So, right. It's like a different type of marriage where it's almost impossible to get divorced. Um, you have to like do certain things in order to get divorced. It's a, uh, I forgot the name. But anyway, we went to this thing and we paid an extra six hundred dollars just for this. By the way. Oh. This was all part of the whole wedding thing. We spent over ten thousand dollars on the wedding. <sighs> ten Friend. grand. Friend. I mean, to be honest, that's not the most expensive wedding I've heard of. But also, no. friends, when, when you had to move into with her parents because you had no money. Sorry. Exactly. Priorities, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, so we spent about 10 grand on this wedding. And, and you know, we had the pho- photography. We had the venue. We had the counseling. We had everything. The food. Beautiful wedding. Mm-hmm. It was actually, it was kind of like a, it made me cry. Like it was, a, it was a dream wedding. And then for some reason, I think she was cheating. She said she wasn't, but three months later, she went to split up. No explanation whatsoever. She told, she tells me while I'm on the road, left me in my truck, like bursting out of tears. Like you could, the, I don't really want to like, like put the YouTube video up, but there, I, I, I have a YouTube channel where I, I, I you know, vlogged about my my trucking and stuff and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, grew, it, grew, it grew a really substantial following and i posted the video um about like relationships on the road and like i burst out in tears in this video and like mm-hmm. that's the emotion like that, that you feel alone in the truck like when that happens it, it hurt mm-hmm. me so much like and to this day i i tell myself i never want to get married again I, so, go sorry. Go on. Um, so how long were you together before you got married? Before I think we were together for total, total of three years. Cause we recently, this was the, the second marriage was recently, right? Um, right. it was like two years ago, about nine. So I'm 29. I just turned 29. Wait, seven. So it's 25, 26. Yeah. It was about two years ago. That the marriage ended officially. Yeah. And then we were together for total for three years. 
but so at the point that when you guys got married was the other girl still in the picture um yes and no on and off you know they were still friends and stuff i didn't really want to date i just didn't feel comfortable with it no more Mm because i wanted to focus on just her and i Mm -hmm. um but i felt like she was kind of coercing her to you know pull out of it like drop everything even though she was like the bridesmaid and like i don't know i thought everything was great mm-hmm. um we had our normal arguments like everybody else like every relationship right but it was never anything serious like i've had way worse with other exes like it just yeah that was a bad one but uh, that was it really messed me up it confused me it messed me up it, it mm-hmm. and it it hurt me for future relationships that's for sure because like you know after her and I split up, you know, I was, I was trying to date and scene again. And, you know, I, uh, would get with someone and like, they would talk about marriage. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. And I felt like it, it hurt them because they thought it was them. And I try to explain to them, you know, I can't like, after everything that's happened, I can't trust, trust like myself or, or anybody to, to get married again. And it just, uh, it really hurt my odds or, or my want, my, just to get married. I mean, it put mm-hmm. me in debt. It, uh, it put me in a major depression and mm-hmm. my trust factor. I just, I just don't trust people with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all I can think about is how to me, marriage is just literally a piece of paper in a courthouse that that's that maybe helps us with our taxes, you know, to, to get a tax write I don't know. It's just, I don't see the significant significance of it no more, okay. but other girls that I'll date see it totally different. Cause they'll be watching TV or movies and they want that dream wedding. And I'm like, been there, done that, got the debt from it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it hurt though. That's definitely a lot to go through. And especially with the second one, like you thought you found, like you thought you honestly found love again. And then for it to end the way that it did, like, that's tough. My problem was, you know, you move on too quick. You know, you, you try to, you try to find that love. Like you try to grasp onto anything that feels like love, <sighs> but it teaches you lessons, you know, it teaches you not to, to rush into anything. Um, I, I had a lot to, uh, had a lot, I had a lot to process on that one. You know, the, the second one. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. But what do you do? Right. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, I don't know. Like, how do you guys feel about marriage? I mean, um, I think I want to get married. Um, I just am not actively doing anything that will get me towards a marriage. So, um, but what do you I have online profiles, like but I don't do like, I don't know. Like, but I like the idea of marriage. I mean, the marriage has been around for years, right? Like, I mean, millennia, yeah, eons, like, yeah, like it's always some form of marriage of some sort of bond, but, but back then it was a traditional thing or it was a forced thing, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, dowries, (laughs) but like nowadays, um, is, is marriage is what, is it what it used to be? I mean, are people getting married because they love one another or are they just trying to live like this dream fantasy that they see on TV? You know, or or something to brag about on Twitter and Facebook. Now that's that's the type of stuff I think about. I mean, and I think from talking to a variety of people, it's all over the place. That's that's still my thing. Like, there's no just one thing about marriage 
that why people get into marriage. People say they get married because they found their best friend. They found the person that they can't live without. They love this person. It's nice to have somebody to come home to at night. So there's lots of different things for different reasons that people say marriage like is for them. Why can't you love someone or be with that someone uh, all the time? Why do you have to have a piece of paper to do that? Like what, what's the difference between just doing it just to do it because you truly love them compared to just having a piece of paper that says, well, now by law, you're committed. Have fun. Like, I mean, I mean, to be fair, there are, um, there are certain protections that come with that piece of paper. If your loved one is separated from you and in it, it guarantees, not guarantees, but it's, it's a way to connect to loved ones when they can't like, for the man side though i mean if you think about it, the man has to lose half his stuff you know unless they 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 write up a prenup you know and it could be the woman's side too like the woman could end up losing half her stuff i mean is there really protection if there's through well it? i'm not saying financial protection i just mean like like if okay so like if somebody's in the hospital if my partner's in the hospital and we're not married the hospital has the right to refuse me and contact their parents to make decisions on that person's um desires for life and i wouldn't get that if i'm not married on the other hand um if that person incurs debt then i'm also responsible for that if it's within the marriage so like there's there's never one there's never one like for every positive there are negatives with it so it's never i don't think anybody should think of it as only rainbows and sunshine and only the benefits of it it's a responsibility definitely i mean gosh i mean i feel bad see like on 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 the woman's perspective you guys have to change your what last name most of the time i mean yeah there's a certain cases where the guy will change his last name um you got to go through a whole different identity social security card like you're you're committing your whole entire identity that one person all in marriage which is is a big commitment that that's love right mm-hmm. but it's also a sacrifice at the same time but you you make a very very valid point um about the whole like you know the hospital thing and like but that's when you can you you can find ways around that power attorneys <laughs> make that make your uh make your uh um boyfriend or girlfriend uh, a power of attorney so you can do stuff like that too if you want to avoid marriage. <laughs> right. Right. There's always an option. There are certain legal benefits that can go, but you still have to pay the legal fees of it. The courthouse yeah, is probably cool. the cheapest legal fee to guarantee certain protections, but you can always get a lawyer and write up documents and get those um, officiated through the courts. I feel like you know, they make it too easy for you to get married. Um, they make it almost impossible to get divorced. And I kind of see why, or mm-hmm. they, it's a task, but I, I feel like people can get married too easy. You can go into Las Vegas right now. You can spend like two or $300 and mm-hmm. get one of those little chapel weddings. Mm-hmm. I believe that like people, if they're going to get married, there, there should be kind of a process, you know, the same process, uh, Coventry marriage, Coventry, Coventry marriage. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Okay. Like it, the, yeah. But anyway, it, there should be a process to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not saying like a law, but maybe a, I don't know, um, a rep, like having some reference or, or having some proof that like total commitment ship. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a warning label. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, <laughs> but like for some people that haven't got married, they don't understand like, once you once you're married, you know, you're you're stuck with them. That's that's your whole life, unless mm-hmm. there's a divorce. But divorce ain't fun. Divorce can mm-hmm. ruin ruin your financial goals. It can put you in debt. Mm-hmm. It can and it can it can really tear someone apart. Uh, whether you're the male or the female side, it 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 destroys a lot, mm-hmm. especially after you build, you know, something throughout the years with the like look at those couples who've been together for what 10 20 years 
mm-hmm. you know, and then they get a divorce. You're literally given half of your entire life to that person. They're giving the, their half to you. Like mm-hmm. you're losing half of yourself, losing half of just everything about yourself to just over divorce. And that that's just a big mental mind mm-hmm. jolt, I guess you could say. <clears throat> I uh absolutely. But I do get what you're I get what you're saying about um, you know, how easy it is to get married and people should put people should put a lot of thought into you know making that commitment to get married mm-hmm. and that's kind of one of the reasons that we started this podcast is because neither of us have been um married before or in like long-term relationships to like get to that point so it's just something that is just like this is a unknown territory for us so we're just trying to collect as much information as we can, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, it does. Definitely. I, I, some word of advice, you know, I'll tell, I'll tell, I tell everybody, enjoy your twenties, enjoy growing up. Like whether you want to pursue a career in college, you know, whether you want to party, whether you want to uh, um, just do, just do you for the, your first 10 years, find out what you want, play the field, right? Mm-hmm. Do okay. not commit to nothing. Then when you get to your thirties, settle down, you know, cause now you get to that age where you're mature. You've been through 10 years of having fun, 10 years of learning and 10 years of, of working, you know, you've set, you've set your, 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 uh, platform, you set your, your goals and you probably even finish your goals. By the time you're 30, you should, you should be done with college, right? You should be done with, uh, or you should be up in your career. You should, you should be over the party. You should be over, um, you know, dating different people. Use the tw- use your twenties as an experiment to see what exactly you want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you know when I go on these dating profiles and stuff? Like every single one, every single one. It's always like, oh, I want kids or I want marriage. I'm like, you're you're 23. What what? Like you still have a long way to go. And and I know it sounds like an old grandpa, but. <laughs> I've been through it, man. Like it's, it might work for some, but it's the wrong way to go. You know, I think, uh, if you make a commitment too early, you're going to miss out on so much in life. And that, that goes for like having kids too. Mm-hmm. Um, kids are a lot of responsibility. Do you really want to lose your, your path to, uh, to a career or path to have a phone with friends or path to, to build a foundation, you know, like you, you don't get to experience that if you have a kid, because you got to focus your time, your heart, your energy on, on your child. And that's great and all, but it's, it, it is just a, it's a lot of responsibility and you, mm-hmm. you lose out on a lot. So I, I tell everybody and, and I can get judged for all at one, but thirties, that's when you should focus on, on marriage. That's when you should settle down. That's I think is the right time because that's ten years of your life that just you can get experience what you want. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, it it does. It's kind of like getting to know your getting to know yourself because in your twenties, um, that is kind of a point of like major change for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. those that take the college path, it's just like okay. You're in college, you're getting ready to get out of college, you're trying to figure out, like you do the whole college life, then there comes after college and you're trying to figure out, what is this? Like, I knew the college life and so now I'm trying to figure out what I want my career to be, like how do I get my foot into the working force and like moving, just shifting down the line into that. So I see where you're coming from with just like- How, how long is the average college, like how long, how long does- how long do people go to college for? The average, about what? Eight years? Average is now about five, six years, if we're being eight. honest, because it's four. It's typically it's a four-year degree. Four, but it's most a, people. It's, a it's typically degree, a four-year degree. Most people do it in maybe the in about five, five six years. Yeah. So there you go. You got five or six years. You finish college. Now, what, what what comes after college? College debt. So what you're gonna need a career. So now you got another five or six years to pay off that college debt to pay off to work that career. And if you focus on doing that, growing in your career, paying off that debt and not having a family relationship yet, you'll be able to pay off that debt. You'll be able to 
to advance your career. So that way, once more, once you hit 30, you're set. You're done. No more debt. No more growing in your career. Like now, you're in a spot. And it also looks really good, you know, for a future partner. Yeah, I got, you know, I've majored in this. I'm working in this field. Been there for like five years. Like it makes yourself look like a professional life. Like it makes yourself look good in life. You know, I uh, I wish I did that route. Unfortunately, that only makes sense if you've already been through it. Try telling me at 18 that that's what I was going to do. And I'd tell you to shove it. <laughs> because I would have thought, oh, I already know what I'm doing. I already know what I'm talking about. And had big plans, PhDs or PSDs, so much. <laughs> do I have any of those now? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, everybody's plans change, right? They yeah. and, and everybody gets alone in life, you know, and, and we always, we're always out seeking new things and that's including relationships. So if, if you're, if you, if you want to go to college and like you find out, Oh no, never mind, I don't want to do that. Work, work on finding a different hobby or find something else, build your own business off something else, find a trade, Absolutely. you know, like find a, find ways to keep your mind occupied. I mean, is it, is it, is, is it good to have like a relationship here and there, you know, like a girlfriend, you know, sure. But be careful treading that line of overcommitting yourself to the relationship and not to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and your, your aspirations in life. A lot of, a lot of people that they always want to focus on their significant other, like girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And they'll focus all their time and energy on their, on them, but they forget about themselves and their goals and their aspiration. And it kind of just fades away. And then that's when, when things get sucky, because if you end up losing that person, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Get depressed, right? You get you get broken, you feel broken inside. And now you're, you're wasting time moping and you're wasting time uh, feeling sorry for yourself because the relationship didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And all that time could have been used for something better, something that could have made a positive influence in your career or in your studies or in your hobbies or whatever. So, like I said, I'm giving y'all or I'm, I'm just telling y'all something I wish I did, mm-hmm. right. but because I did it, look where I'm at now. You know, this is what happens when you don't, when you focus for all your time and energy on relationships and not building yourself up as a person. So for you right now, are you still like, I guess, do you still date and stuff? Yeah, more or less. Um, I mean, I have, I have started taking my own advice, you know, I, I had a girlfriend and her and I decided to take a break. Right. Okay. Mind you, we're, we're talking and like, but we used to live with each other and I caught myself almost going back in the same old road routine. Mm. And I decided to move out. Um, I decided I need to focus on getting myself put back together, catching up to what I lost all those years, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, mind you, her and I are, good but like when we don't live with each other it gives me time to myself it gives me time to focus on my goals to finish what i need to finish to rebuild what i need to rebuild and it gives her time to do what she needs to do and then when we're we're both feeling alone when we're both feeling like we need companionship whether it be seeing a movie seeing each other whether it be doing a project together whatever the case may be we'll see each other we'll give each other a call we'll meet up for dinner you can do that. Like you, you don't have to rush into nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have to talk 24 hours a day either. A lot of times these people, you know, I, I, couples that they always think about, Oh, I gotta, gotta text them back or where is he? Where is she? You know? And I guess if, if the dude be trifling sometimes and you know, watch out for that <laughs> should be with that anyway. But if you're trusted there, the bond is there enough, like you're good for a day or two having that little break. But I almost caught myself doing the same exact thing, and I fixed it. So how long have you been with this person? I know you're on a bit of a break, or you've slowed things down considerably. Like, how long have you been with Yeah, break was the wrong term. I'm sorry. 
um like no i have a girlfriend uh, mm-hmm. that, right so we're not by break i mean we just slowed you know i'm not living right. with her no. yeah so we've been together for a year now um because once more or i said i got in the old same routine mm-hmm. once me and my my ex split up my the, the mm-hmm. second wife um six months later ish uh her and i met uh we were making tiktok videos together and right. once more she she came out she came out from all the way from new mexico to missouri and moved in with me and then my lease was up at the house yeah i ended up moving to missouri by the way so i totally skipped all that part of my life but <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> i've been to a lot of places all right so yeah context guys so once my lease was up, we're like, yo, I want to be close to my kid. Uh, cause my kid's in Arizona. So right. she's like, well, I have family. I have family up in New Mexico. Uh, want to go try out there? I said, sure. Why not? I was checking out the school systems. I'm like, man, I, I should probably go to Arizona cause New Mexico sucks. Um, but I ended up getting trapped here. Now I'm tow truck driving. Uh, got my, I got, I got my own little place with uh, roommates, you know, all male, you know, like, like it's like a frat house almost. <laughs> And uh, that's kind of what I need that that bro that bro bond, you know, the um, and I, uh, you know, she she works, uh, she creates a bunch of stuff. I create a bunch of stuff, or I, I tow a bunch of cars, and and that's how I'm living my life with that. So you're but, in New um, Mexico or Arizona? Yeah. Sorry, uh, New Mexico right now. Okay. Yeah. So do you get to see your your son a lot? Yeah, I mean, I can see him anytime I want. Um, like we're gonna go down for Christmas. I get him. I'm, I'm gonna take him to the Great Wolf Lodge in Sedona. So for nice. Christmas, well, a week before or not Sedona. I'm sorry. Um, why can't I think of the dang name now? There's Phoenix, Scottsdale. There you go. Okay. Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, the Great Wolf Lodge, Scottsdale. We're going out for a week. A week before Christmas, we're gonna go. Uh, it's like an indoor water park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. uh I try to see him every time I can, you know, when I get time off work, I'll drive down. It's not that far, about eight that's hours. Good. Yeah. But that's my story. That's my journey. <laughs> when you were, I have a question. When you were yeah, going God. through like all of these, um, all of these different things, did you have a support system or anybody you could bounce like your thoughts off of? Not really. Um, my mom and dad owned a restaurant for like 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. They just recently sold it. But like, even after they sold it, we don't really talk much. I, I love my parents death. You know, it's not like a bad relationship. It's just, right. they're, they're always busy. So okay. I had, I have friends. I just refuse to open up. I'm a very closed off person. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you can't tell because I talk, I'm talking a lot, but I've got really used to doing the whole podcast thing. And that's kind of been my only way to, to say what's on my mind, you know, and I've been working on my mental health. And but when it comes to really bouncing that kind of stuff off, no, mm-hmm. I've uh, just kind of taken in my mental notes. Mm-hmm. It's always a uh, life's a journey, though, or as Joe Dirt would say from that movie, "Life's a garden, dig it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but so, I, I oh. oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I was, I was, uh, one thing I could say is, is throughout my journey, like my mistakes, I've also learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like based off what I've learned and what I've gone through and like my mistakes, I can teach people what not to do. And hopefully it can help them kind of lead away in life. So they can, they can use me as an example of why they shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. With your current girlfriend does she know how you feel about marriage yeah um we've had arguments about it she uh like she wants to get married mm-hmm. you know she and she even wants another kid but i kind of told her i said you know give me at least five years give me five years commit a relationship I know it seems like a long time, but you would be surprised how fast five years can go mm-hmm. when when you're doing what you need to do in life to and accomplishing your goals and getting through your career and all that stuff. Like five years could go by pretty quick if you keep your mind busy. So 
if she gives me that five years, shows me that like she can she can stick through this with me, then I, I feel like marriage can be a possibility. <laughs> At least proposal, and then I get another five years. <laughs> uh, I mean, you gotta test them, right? <laughs> I just don't want another three month situation to happen. Absolutely. So that's that's what I that's what I fear the most. But I mean, at the same time, like if she's willing to give you like the five years or whatever to like at this point, marriage could just be a piece of paper. You guys are still together. So, you know, exactly. And then maybe she won't even want to. I mean, like she'll see it. Well, I mean, unless it's the whole hospital thing, she does get worried about me because as a tow truck driver Mm -hmm. um, and she is technically the closest thing I have to like family. I mean. If we really want to think about it, right. I don't have anybody out here but her. So we'll see. What, we'll see what happens. I just I got a lot to I got a lot to do first before you know. I, like financially, I gotta rebuild myself again. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you guys uh, make sure when you get into dating, by the way, or getting into marriage, or whenever you find somebody you want to talk about marriage, mm-hmm. credit, yo. Never underestimate or undervalue your freaking credit. I tell you what, <laughs> you would be surprised how many arguments you can get over freaking credit score. <laughs> I That's I never thought I'd be saying it today, man. I would have focused on my credit score a lot sooner had I known it caused me so much problems today. So <laughs> that's one thing kind of holding me back from one of my goals is credit score right now. So mm-hmm. Got to build that up to get to another goal, to get to another goal, and then think about marriage. Because <laughs> you know when you when you uh, what was your name, uh, uh, Janelle? Yeah, Janelle. Yeah, when you're talking about you know when you get married, you kind of inquire their. I think you said something about their debt, right? Like you yep. get their, yeah. So everything in the marriage is fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah. So that that debt too, you don't want that. Make sure you uh, <laughs> take the credit score. <laughs> Because you don't want that bad credit. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and we do yeah. hear that, like, financials are a big cause of um, divorce, arguments and divorce and things that arise. So, you know, it's talking about that beforehand isn't. You know, I don't think that's really talked about enough. Like, how many no, times not. have you gone on to a dating site or, or talked to a girl be like, what's your credit score? Or, or talked about the financial. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, why is this ignored? I mean, I think credit score should be really, I mean, all right. So it is private. It should be private. Like, I mean, but if it gets to a serious, like if it gets serious, you know, don't talk about the first date, but uh, if you guys are dating for a certain amount of time, that should be something that, that comes up. Like, it should be a you know, fair, fair game. Like, like if you know you're leaning towards that way of potentially getting married or wanting to spend the rest of your life with this person, that should come up before you say I do. I believe that like, all right, so say you find somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And say like, like you guys are, everything's just perfect about them. I mean, like just to you it seems just like, oh my gosh, everything I ever wanted. And like, you guys start talking, like, like, like talking about marriage and stuff and then you need to bring out the credit score and be like, oh, you know what? Let's work on this together. Let's bring this credit score up together and then we'll focus on getting married. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of gives you guys a, a a collaborative goal to build up together, like something fun in a way. Look at it as a game. I know that sounds weird, but that that's how I have to look at it. everything every time I have a challenge as a game. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry about that. No worries. All right. Like, take on that challenge together because before you get married, if you help one another, whoever your significant other, you know, get, beat that objective. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's commitment, yo. And if that doesn't deserve marriage, I don't know what would. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's definitely a big challenge. I feel like I just want to start asking people that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, it's not like one of those things you would ask like on the first date or whatever. Like, no, it's to ruin a, the first date, I would do that. Just if I'm uncomfortable, it's like, so what's your credit score? I just get myself out. <laughs> no, like I mean, the best way to really to really go about it, in indirectly, is you know, find out what kind of job they have, right? How long mm-hmm. have they been at that job, and uh, 
you know, don't, you don't really want to like make anybody feel uncomfortable by asking their personal financial. Just, you know, say, what do you do? Oh, how long you been there? Um, you know, what's your aspiration? What's your goal? You know, I mean, believe it or not, you could probably end up talking to somebody that has a great credit score, but works at McDonald's. But what you don't know is he's the head manager, you know, like you'd be surprised. You're like people take different paths in life and sure do. if it works for them, it works. <laughs> but it's all, it's all about that. Uh, just kind of have to like piece, piece together everything. Is he renting? Does he own? Or did he buy a car first before he bought a house? Or is he trying to buy a car and a house at the same time? That's all bad. That's a bad uh, idea, but okay. <laughs> is, he like, is he very money motivated chasing that dollar? Uh, is he trying to like always find ways to to make money, like do better for himself? Like there's there's always little signs that you can find that, that you can tell with people's credit. And it's always by the car, whether they rent or own or live with a mom, or and and actually the mom thing nowadays, let that happen because housing's expensive as shit. And sure is. some people, <laughs> I know people that literally will drive the cheapest car, wear the cheapest clothes, live with their mom, and have a grip ton of money because they know how to save. So scratch <laughs> that last statement I said because I know a lot of people like that. They'll be living hella cheap. <laughs> you, you just know when somebody when somebody how many credit cards they have and are their credit utilization under 30%. Right. <laughs> From like marriage to credit. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. It's like one and the same. We can call it one and the same. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's important, important things to know. It is important yeah. things to know. I think uh, just make sure their, their priorities are set straight, right? Right. Most definitely. Oh, <laughs> well, Yeah. All right. So, Brad, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to come out and share your story with us and give us some advice. But before we let you go, we have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is, is marriage worth it? <sighs> Ooh. We're just going to put a no with a plausible cause on the side of it. Okay, it's plausible, but no. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore, man. You guys got me all messed up. <laughs> How about this? When I came in, it was no. I'm going to stick to that. <laughs> okay? N-O. Negatory. Power of attorney is where it's at. Get a power of attorney if you need somebody to visit you in the hospital. <laughs> and there you have it, friends. We have a no. You no. Can, is there anything you would like to plug? You said you had a podcast? Yeah, if you guys want to listen to my older my older podcast episodes, uh, it's My House Podcast. It's a mental health podcast. We talk about positivity, ADHD, ADD, bipolar, because I have all that. And we also do some other stuff like anxiety, stress, and how to overcome all that stuff. And just try to stay positive on there. Because my house, take your shoes off. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah, definitely. My house, is it on, and what platforms is it on? every platform you can think of literally all the way up to amazon to apple that's where i'm mainly listening to obviously is apple and uh, google all them uh we have also have a website www.myhousepodcast.com check it out you can also follow Mar- is marriage worth it on twitter instagram and tiktok at marriage worth it you can also email the show uh marriage worth it at gmail.com Thanks for listening. I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And this has been... Is Marriage Worth It?